to the CM, the J Radio Show. This 99 days, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. No wrestling events countdown for me at the moment, but I mean, even though there's a couple coming up, but um, strange for you, my friend, strange, but that's all right. Welcome to the CJ Radio Wrestling Show. We're back with our fourth in here, and uh, hope you guys are liking it so far. Hope you're checking out our lawn form show as well which i don't know if we're gonna have one this week or not but we'll <laughs> you'll, you'll know by the time this airs <laughs> yeah yes yes they will um yeah and we are on the uh, badass radio network um and yeah <laughs> that we are that um we are. and as always thank you evan j thomas and um to start off with um so there's a lot I think to really well actually let me rephrase it. I don't think there's a ton of major things happening. But in regards to that, there's a couple like little minor things that are kind of going on here. Um and uh so let's kind of get into it. but before we do, um one of our fans, I just, I just got to throw a shout out here to uh, Emmanuel Suarez. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to dedicate this show to a one Norman smiley and the wiggle. Um, <laughs> just want to throw that out there for him. Um, shout out to man. And, um, but yeah, so let's, let's, let's get into this. Um, so the, I, I guess the hot topic at least today or in the last couple of days has been this beef between uh, Sammy Guevara and Andrade. Um, and, um, <laughs> you know, once again, Sammy kind of finds himself in, uh, you know, in the thick of things with another, you know, a coworker, whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, and, and they're having a little bit of a, a little, little spat here. Let me, I want to kind of, kind of go over the exact details of what happened. Um, uh, let's see here. I believe this is what Andrade. Okay, here we go. Um, so Andrade told Mass Lucha, um, and this is, quote, Andrade, they are they are all good with me, but I did have one issue with a wrestler. I'm going to say his name. It was Sammy Guevara. I had an issue with him because he had once came into the locker room and complained that we hit him too hard. It's wrestling. Solve it in the ring. If I hit, if I hit hard, hit me hard too. I learned that he came in and that he accused me like a little girl. After I learned about it, I spoke to him and asked if he had any an issue with me, with with me, but he said he did not, and that's all there was to it. It's funny because not even in WWE, for example, Sheamus likes to hit hard, and all my respect for him because he loves to hit hard and loves the strikes. He is wild. Even the Miz likes to throw strikes. Not even John Cena complained about me. So if he did not complain, imagine this kid who is just starting. But there's that. Now, um, in response to this, Sammy said, well, for, well, also, mind you on this, yes, actually, here we go. Sammy said, you didn't say shit to me, you liar, but here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. You would be jobless, jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time? Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to and fuck off. 
Andrade replied with, okay, I'm a liar. See you on Wednesday. I'll tell you to your face again, and nothing you say that, nothing you say that you do not have any problem. So, <laughs> and then in regards to this, you know, Ricky Sparks basically said, I, I wish my coworkers would shut up, essentially. Um, you know, I, I don't really know what to take of this. Um, I've been kind of under the assumption that at least with a couple, at least with Eddie, and now I think with this one, I feel like Sammy does things to spark feuds. So it's kind of hard to really know what's a work, what's what's not a work because of social media. Um, I mean, there is some truth to what Sammy is saying in regards to Andrade um, in terms of the work, you know, getting the job because of his dad in law, which I, I think has a lot to do with it, but also the fact that he probably wants to go back to WWE, um, especially with Charlotte there. Um, I, but then again, I, but then I kind of look at Ricky also and I say to myself, okay, Ricky's kind of got a point here too. Like everybody really just does need to shut the fuck up. Like that's the biggest problem with AEW is, is that everybody has a mouth. And I don't, I mean the sense of everybody is just on social media and they won't shut the fuck up. It's basically one big giant Twitter and I think that is uh, accurate to say. Um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on this? And I'll see kind of throw in here as well. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, before I give you thoughts. There you go. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere, right? Hey, it actually is 5 o'clock after 5. Yeah. yeah. Right. There you go. <clears throat> I just saw something come across the rumor mill, but I'm going to save it for later. Um, Sticking with the topic. So, (laughs) I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's very coincidental that it seems like there's a lot of backstage, quote unquote, feuds or whatever you want to call it going on between certain talent that aren't necessarily involved in a program at the same time that these things are happening. We can trace this a month ago, maybe even longer, but it seems like for the past month, that has been the recurring theme, not being played out on television, but being played out on social media within AEW. Does, I mean, is it an incredible coincidence? I mean, it could be. Does it also seem like this could be planned? Speak? You know, it's the wrestling business, ladies and gentlemen. And there are people that get on people like me that would, you know, want to say that everything's a work. Everything's not necessarily a work. I get it. Real life that happens. People, these people that are playing characters on television are real people playing these characters. So they deal with the same type of real life issues that you and I do. 
maybe not to the same extent, but still. Um, that being said, if they're all real, I mean, I think it speaks volumes as far as attitudes that people have that work in this company. If they're not real, getting kind of tired of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the same stuff we're hearing. Like, basis just with different talent having beats with each other. Yes, Sammy has a history of stuff. I get that. In a sense, he's had a history of stuff. I mean, the Sasha thing is one thing, right? That was two years ago. Um, the thing recently with Eddie, you know, I mean, yeah, but that I, was that was more or less Eddie's fault. If that yeah. was, um, I, I mean, don't, I don't real. necessarily blame if it's real if he's been hearing these ramblings backstage about former WWE guys that want to go back but here's the thing see it didn't really start heavily on that until about a month or so ago once H basically actually two months ago now I guess when H took over and there was all this stuff about a month and a half ago maybe start getting better on raw and everything when it's like oh I'll, there's all these rumors all these talents went out malachi wants out andrade wants out cody's already out cm punk now this whole thing he's he's gonna be out you know it, it's just ah, it, it seems like they're that that whole eric bischoff thing right his book controversy uh, controversy creates cash right i have the book i've read the book it's a great book but that's besides the point it almost seems like Tony Khan is kind of subscribing to that theory in hopes of gaining eyes on his product, even though what he's producing on television isn't necessarily involving the stuff that's going on in social media. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, uh, so a couple things in in regards to that. First, the Eddie thing, you know, it's it, and like I said, I don't know Eddie. I haven't actually even met him, um, and but it, it seems like at least from an outside source or just from a from a fan perspective, and then you know understands the backstage politics of it and stuff. He it seems like he either is a hothead or he's just difficult to deal with backstage. Like it just seems like he doesn't get along with a lot of people. <clears throat> now for whatever the reason is. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's just. I don't know. Like so, so the Eddie thing is 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 tough for me. Um, now to the Sammy and Andrade thing, I'll say this. First off, I'm going to use something else as a as an example here. What I don't get is if this is real. The thing that drives me fucking crazy about all this shit is if I if you're working at a job. Okay, that's not wrestling. If you're just working at a job, and this goes to a higher level too, this is even the NBA, NFL, etc. Because they're in the same boat here as WWE, because it happens in, the, in their sport too. If you work at a job and there is a verbal altercation, whether it's online, internet, blah blah blah, with another employee, it's a simple sit down. Between the owner, the manager, whatever the case may be, and, and, and said employees, and hey, if this isn't squashed, 
you're both gone. Plain and simple. I absolutely can't fucking stand that that's not the case in all other fucking sports. And I don't want to hear the idea, oh, there's contract. Okay, fine. That should be in your fucking contract to keep your mouth shut, especially with fucking social media. The last thing you should be saying is talking shit about another wrestler unless it's a fucking work. Now, the problem is I know people are going to be like, well, if that's in the contract, then people are going to know when it works or work. That's fine. But we should know when it works or work because this whole nonsense here makes you question half the time if wrestlers are assholes or if they get a lot. I mean, it's it's getting out of control. And the other thing is here, I want to defend Sammy here a little bit on this. Because if the if the issue was, and I like I said, I don't know Sammy either. I don't know Andrade. I will say this: I, I haven't met either, but I, I briefly met Sammy um, when I was leaving uh, the, the the wrestling um, convention. And he's a nice fucking guy. Like he was a very nice fucking guy. So, with that being said, granted, I'm a fan, so you know it is what it is. But if Sammy felt that someone hit him hard and he didn't want to be the dick move of do something about it in the ring. Like that, that has been brought up in the past with wrestlers when somebody hits hard or like is unsafe, like look at all ultimate warrior, for example, you know? So if, if that's the case, if Andrade is hitting him hard and Sammy didn't want to stoop to that level and and do it back, but instead brought it up to him in the locker room but then Andrade asked him that there was there a problem. What I'm confused about the context is if Sammy came into the locker room and was like, why are you hitting so hard? Why didn't Andrade make a comment about that then? Instead, he just, what, ignored it and then asked him oh, later on? I mean, maybe later on Sammy was like, I'm not going to say shit. I'm just going to let it go. You know, but then Andrade decides to bring it up in a in a, in a, in a context, and on top of it, you know, he brings up Sheamus, The Miz, and John Cena, WWE WWE guys. So, what do you expect the the response to be from Sammy? You know, I I just like I don't necessarily take Sammy at fault here. Like, you know, what I'm saying like if somebody is legitimately throwing or hitting hard. You know, instead of causing a major issue on screen in front of thousands, millions of people, but you bring it up in in the backstage area, but you don't say anything until later on, you know, from Andrade, what do you expect? But then, but then you bring it up in an interview. It just, I, I, to me, that's, that is low on Andrade's part, you know? And then I, I don't blame, I don't diss Sammy for trying to defend himself. Well, here's something to think about. When did this allegedly take place? I had a good question. Because how long has Sammy been a heel for now? And Andrade's always been a heel. So, I mean, it had to have been when he came, Andrade, he being Andrade, pronouns pal, in or at least, you know, sometime before Sammy went heel. I don't even, I don't even remember them fighting. Yeah, I don't either. I gotta hold on. I'm gonna look. Like, I mean, I I, seriously, like, I don't remember. Oh, you know what? I think I do. Is when when Sammy was TNT champion. I think Andrade had a a title match with him. Trying to get the exact date here. But it was before Sammy turned heel. I was thinking it was after he beat Cody for it. Oh yeah, it was seven months ago. It was seven months ago. Okay. 
so it was at least this year but seven months ago it's like that's what i'm saying and you bring it you bring up something in an interview from that happened seven months ago months ago to start whatever you're planning on starting now mind you on this this could be and i'm not saying it is maybe it's an agreement by between both of them let's kind of start a little beef online you know online and to get tony you know forcing us into a program or something now i'm not saying that's the case but well i would like to find out if there is some sort of company edit so to speak edit edit whatever you want to call it there I can't would... be there, I, I i i'm firm believer well, there isn't because of everything else that's been said unless... i'd be i'd be shocked jay Unless it's all okayed by Tony beforehand. Uh, if it all has to be, it I would not surprise me because, let's face it, it's been three years, almost four, but they're still technically a startup wrestling company. And they're trying to gain eyes on their product. And they have done that, you know, in, in certain aspects, but they're trying to build it. They're trying to do more than just keep the niche audience that they have and maybe this is tony's way of trying to do i don't know but i'll say this much and this this ties into it by the time you guys hear this you'll already know the answer to this question but with andrade and 10 having this match on a taped rampage where if andrade loses he's gone or if 10 loses he has to unmask I think we all know 10 game. However, if it is found and Andrade actually is gone after this, then maybe that answers the question of whether this online beef between Sammy and Andrade is real or not. I yeah. don't think he's going to be gone. No, I, no. I think 10's, I think yeah, 10's getting unmasked. Yeah, which was great because it's storyline advancement why it's on a taped rampage versus a live dynamite that's up to tony khan to answer i think i know why in the sense where he doesn't have enough tv time for everybody to be on the live show and he's got to pick and choose however you know something like that's a big stipulation yeah, yeah you, but you but for you example do to, you do want to get eyes on a tape show anyway which is why you do it but at the same time you know something like that I, I think you'd want to put on it. But then again, you also probably want to give the match time and you probably don't have enough time to do that based on whoever else you have on Ram on uh, dynamite. Yeah. But you could also looking at the dynamite card, you could have very easily said, well, we don't need Luchasaurus in action. And we also don't need um, the, the six women tag match <coughs> on this show. We could have put Andrade versus 10 on here and we could have put the six women's or the six women tag match as the main event of rampage. But they yep. decided because then you could have been like, oh, well, I got to tune in on Friday to see the next step up in the you know, next storyline and Tony Storm and Soraya and then, you know, Jamie Britt and all of them. But no, instead, you're going to put the main event for Rampage's 10 and, and Andre Andrade. Now, well, gr granted, I I'm, I'm a 10 fan. So, yeah, the idea for me to I mean, I'll want to tune in. But in reality, what's more of a of a more interesting main event is a 10 and, and Andrade or the six women tag. It's the six women tag because of yeah. what's going on. But I, I, I think what it has to do with too, is that 
maybe it's in her contract that she doesn't appear on tape shows. I don't know, but <coughs> excuse me. It seems like, <coughs> excuse me again, whenever TK brings in an ex WWE talent, at least for the first couple weeks to a month, they're not usually on a taped show. And we're still in the honeymoon phase of that aspect with Soraya. So, well, that's a whole other fucking topic. I'm well, not is. exactly. It is. I agree. I'm not, on. I, I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying I his mindset. I well, no, be- I don't mean that. I mean, in the sense of here we go now with her managing and no clear expl- explanation yeah. of what she's well, doing. No, I get it. I get it. But he doesn't look at it that that way. He just says, "Oh, she's here. That's that she's appearing. That's that's you know that's the mindset. At least I think. In the same regard, like you said, you don't know Eddie. You don't know Sammy. TK. I've never met TK. I have met Sammy. I have met Eddie. I have met Andrade. Um, but that's you know another story for another time. Um, in regards to the Soraya thing, though, I, I agree. It's it's. I don't know why she's here. We still don't know why she's here, but you still don't know what she's doing. And it's almost like TK doesn't care to tell us those things. He just wants to, he just thinks, okay, it's, it's kind of like in the same vein where to think about WrestleMania. He doesn't give a shit about the matches. It's WrestleMania. Yeah. TK is like, oh, it doesn't matter what she's doing. It's Soraya. She's here, you know, supposed to be this big deal. What I've, my question to Mr. Tony Khan in that response then would be, okay, so why? <laughs> you know, I just, like, you, she's here. You think that we just care to see her because of her name? That night, okay, because it was intriguing. What's next? What do I always preach? What's next? Well, blow up. I, I, I think up he's under shit. the. Well, I think he's under the any impression that that Soraya is big enough to just uh, be be there. No, I, that's not the case. Like, well, I, was I think the rating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I don't think she's going to impact the ratings anyway. I think I think the big thing with her is. And what draws people in is, oh, is she going to actually wrestle? Because right. that's kind of where this is all at. It's it, it's similar to Sting, for example. Now, Sting is a is an icon, and we all know Sting. Blah blah blah. Um, if Sting what is wasn't wrestling and he was just appearing, yeah, it, you know, it, it would have been cool at first, but that would have went away real fast because people are going to be like, oh, well, he's just here. You know, he's not wrestling. Like, people want to see Sting do things. It's the same as just seeing people show up just to show up. Like, it's almost similar to... It's actually... It's similar to Stone Cold, in a sense. And I, and I hate using Stone Cold, because he's... I, actually, he's he's hard to use, because he's, like... That's just... Stone Cold is Stone Cold. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody, like... You take Kane, for example. If Kane starts showing up on a weekly basis right now and he's not wrestling, you know, people are going to be like, Oh yeah, it's Kane. You know, the first couple of weeks you're gonna be like, cool, cool, cool. Well, the first, you know, big fire. Cool. And then after that, it's going to be like, oh, okay, that's just, yeah, he's just here. So, and that's kind of what the sense is with, with, with this now is like, 
okay, she's just here. Now she's managing, not managing, but in the corner of these three girls. And the only thing that I could say that maybe thinks me makes me think that she's going to wrestle is because Brit's in the corner of the other three. So maybe they're like, okay, this is leading, leading to a Brit and Soraya match, not necessarily a Brit and Tony match. This is leading to a Brit and Soraya match, which is fine. I'm okay with it because then you still have Tony open – I'm assuming to Jamie, who destroyed Willow. Not I wouldn't say destroyed, but I mean, it very impressively beat her. So I, I mean, that could be the only thing I could think of where they're going with this, but I could be wrong. Um, now, um, on another topic, or another thing, I wanted to just real, real quick, um, back to for one second. So the ten thing, I, I just wanted to ask, talk about this. So, so you do think he's losing? Of course. I mean, there, there's, yeah. I mean, unless Andrade's contract is done, he's up, you guys release or whatever the case would be, and he's going back to the E. But if if he does, if if 10 wins and Andrade's still in the company, that makes no sense whatsoever. So Yeah, see, I, I to me, I would think 10 losing... And then I, I know it's, it's going to maybe throw a curveball here, but I could see them having 10 lose maybe potentially because of Hangman interfering or so, something along those lines. Because to me as a booker, it's the first thing I would say to myself is, okay, let's get Preston Vance, Preston Vance and get him in a kind of a minor feud with Hangman. Because Hangman's going to need somebody to feud with once he loses the Mox. He's not beating Mox. He's not going to be the one that's going to lose them JF. It's, it, it's going to be Moxley. Let, let's just figure say that right off the bat here. So, to me, that's kind of where I'd go with this. Because the only way... If you're having Preston lose to Andrade, then the only other scenario I can think of is, is, okay, maybe Preston joins Andrade, or he joins the firm, or something along those lines where he's doing something else or it's something along those lines because that's the only thing that makes sense and now as far as uh, but the other thing is this too to me is and that's the other reason i think i think he's losing is i could see him joining andrade's group because of in a sense of like his andrade's had has had interest in 10 so i don't know we'll see that match kind of threw out like i was kind of like wait what you know because um They've slowly killed the Dark Order one by one, and now they're just, you know, it's now it's Ten's turn. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like everybody else is getting slowly, slowly getting murdered here with, with things, and now it's, now it's Ten's turn, unfortunately. So, in regards to this, I don't know if you saw this or not, and I don't know, it's just the headline, so I don't think it's a direct quote, but I, I saw this thing where Tony Khan said a lot of people might not mind if Andrade Alidolo leaves AEW. I think it's just them trying to create buzz and interest to get people to watch the fight. Even though everyone knows that it's going to be taped, so they're probably, if they really want to know, are going to look at spoilers. Um, I don't know, man. I, we'll, we'll see. I see what happens. I, I, I know you'll look, <laughs> but I'm going to wait. I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna find out. I, I, I too though could see Preston Vance joining uh, Los Ingrinales, uh or La Faction Ingrinales, whatever they call him now. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. 
Well, it's the only thing that makes sense. If you're taking this mask off, I fully expect him to go heal. Yeah. Like I, 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 other than that, I mean, uh, that's the only thing I can think of. I, I could and costing him, but I don't know if it would necessarily be Hainman, possibly Uno, because um, I don't know if they want to put Ten in a spot against a guy like Hainman right away. Because I don't necessarily think Ten would beat Hainman right away either. Well, but, if they were a smart Booker, they would let him. Yeah, but I think. I, I don't think Heyman's winning that belt, obviously. However, I do think that um, there is going to be some sort of next feud with Heyman that develops um, in that match, so to speak. I just don't know who it's going to be yet. I could be wrong. It could be the next, you know, Dynamite or whatever. But um, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that. They're, they're doing a good job, them being AEW pronouns, pal, <clears throat> excuse me, of creating buzz and intrigue and giving things to talk about. Um, so regardless, if, if things are real or not with the Sammy and, and Andrade thing, I, you know, I guess we'll find out soon. Um, but, it, you know, it's like I said, they're giving us a, um, you know, at least stuff to talk about. So I'm excited about that. Definitely. Now, speaking of something to talk about, um, <laughs> an- another like big thing going around, obviously, is the whole white rabbit angle. Um, there's all these, I know, there's all these, you know, like bar- what's barcodes or fucking QR codes or these little notes, these, you know, the points of interest and all over the country and, He's like, oh, like riddles almost going on and leading to something. And then there's all these reports backstage that it is, in fact, nobody that anybody's talking about. It's not it, Bray Wyatt at all. It's, you know, there's reports that maybe it was Malachi Black. Malachi Black came out and basically de- defunct all of that. Um, because I don't think if it, for example, if it actually is Malachi Black, I don't think he would have went on social media. Like I don't picture Tommy end as someone to go on social media and doing that kind of angle. I, I, that just does. I don't see that, especially. And then, and then on top of it saying that he'd be back with AEW television rather soon. Like, I don't think he would do that and then show up in WWE. I I just, I don't think that's him as a, I could be wrong, but that doesn't seem like something he would do. Um, and now there's like these, you know, rumors going around that that it's 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 Gacy, John or uh, Joe Gacy actually. So I I don't know. Like I, for the longest time, I, I was expecting it to be Bray Wyatt, but now I'm really on the fucking fence. And I, and and the reason being is I could see them doing it being Joe Gacy. I could see it because. It's a way to get him on the main roster. And people would be like, well, he's on NXT. Wouldn't that wouldn't make any sense? I'm like, well, yes, no. I mean, I can, I, I can see people's arguments on it, but I, I can see them doing it like that. But, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> All right. I'm just going to get this out of the way first, and then we'll go into it. I am not a fan of this stuff it's pure speculation it gets us to talk okay i get it but i think people tend to take it way too seriously 
And I say that because they're going to guess something and then it's not going to be what they get. And their hopes are going to be. And I get that. But that's not necessarily something that's at fault for, you know, WWE because they're just trying to create buzz. Well, that's not the case, though. You got to blame WWE a lot on this as too because they're going to. I mean, what do they expect? People are going to get their hopes up. Well, well, I mean, what what I mean by is, of course, they're going to give their hopes up because it's all going to be some. But but they're trying to create buzz. And it's working. It goes back to what I was saying earlier about being worked. And I forgot to mention this, too. You made a comment about the other topic we were talking about. Oh, things shouldn't always... We should know if something's a work or real. Yes and no. And I'll bring... And I'm going to sound like old man on the lawn. I'm going to sound like Cornette when I say this. But (laughs) the wrestling business is built... On a work. The whole entire business is a work. It's always been a work. That's what makes it so intriguing and special. This is also why I don't like it when they bring in social media and all this other stuff to it. And I get that it adds intrigue. It adds buzz. Kids are on social media. I mean, fuck, I'm on social media. You're on social media. I hate social media, but I'm on it. For, you know all intents and purposes, business-wise, but still. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I like, and I missed the old days where it was like, okay, we didn't know what was happening. And all of a sudden, it's WrestleMania 7 and the old, no, WrestleMania 8 was it, right? Yeah, WrestleMania 8 and the Ultimate Warrior comes back to save Hulk Hogan. Nobody knew. There was no social media. There were, I mean, there were, I guess maybe dirt sheets still like, but you had to call 900 numbers and all that. There was no internet, you know, I mean, it was way different time and I get that times have changed. So that's why you do it this way. I am less intrigued though. And this is just me. I am less intrigued by this entire thing because of that. And it's nothing to do with me giving my hopes up thinking it's going to be this or whatever. The only person to me that makes sense for it to be is Bray Wyatt. Now, yeah, H said it's not anybody that we're talking about or think of or whatever. That could all be red herrings. Again, it's the wrestling business. It's a worked business. They're trying to work you to gain interest on something. It's going to end up not being who you want or it will end up being who you want. You can't always please everybody. That's an all walk of life. Uh you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of get it to an extent why you thought it was Malachi, but I mean, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I don't I don't I don't think he I don't think he is. And that, that whole comment about him saying he never signed a five year deal, I think is bullshit or what Tony Khan said was bullshit. We don't know. And that's I mean, here's the thing. This is the main difference. And I've said this on the show before. The main between these two companies, one is public. Traded. The other one is private. The publicly traded, you have to be a little bit more realism on certain things with. I get that. AEW doesn't. And because they don't, we have no idea what is real and what is not. And if you sit there and try to, to decipher everything and th- 
think of it, it's going to drive you fucking nuts. Um, that's why I almost just like say, fuck it, let it play out. Let's see. And go from there with the white rabbit thing. When it comes to them telling stories, what they're doing in WWE right now, that's separate from them being a publicly traded company and having to tell you what's going on. Part of it is of, of them trying to entertain us is not telling us what's going on until we see it. Get, having us guess. Gacy, I don't know. Unless they're bringing up Dyad or the whole schism, you know, group with Dyad and, and uh, whoever's under this red hoodie. Maybe maybe whoever under the, the red hoodie is, is uh, the White Rabbit. Who knows? I mean, maybe the White Rabbit and the other Q, the QR code and all that. Maybe did. I have no idea. To, to be honest with you, this past Monday was the first time I actually even saw the the QR codes because I've been fast forwarding through the shows because they haven't been that great. But yeah, more about that on long form. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, 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 I'm the, like I said, the only person that it makes sense for me to be is Bray on several levels. The key, the, the, the clues are there in, in these, you know, I haven't seen the QR codes, but I've read all of it. So I know what's going on. Um, the Gacy, they, like, I don't know. I don't, makes sense to, to have it be Gacy unless they want to try to bring them up and build them but I don't think they've done a good job of doing that in NXT he's ready to that main roster call up yet that's just my personal opinion yeah I mean it's tough to say I mean it, 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 it it's tough to say like I said it's a matter of um, you know just who they think makes the most sense I guess but I, I don't know. Uh, it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough. It is. It is. I, I I wish I like I haven't. The funny thing is I haven't been paying attention as much to like this as I have in the past. Yeah. You know, like I remember when the whole um, when the whole Jericho thing was going on back in the day mm-hmm. when they had like the which time the first time or the second no like. Well, both times, really. Like, the first well, – the one time with the code, like, break the code or, you know, decode the code or, or whatever. You know, the code is the answer. I and knew. Then, yeah. I knew 100%. Yeah, no, no. I did, too. And the second – but the second time, I had no clue, especially when it was, like, the creepy classroom and the kids, yeah. which were obviously Shane and, 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 and Stephanie, were meant to be. Um, at least that's what I got. But – it was um, it was just I had no clue, and I was sitting there trying to figure it out, man. I was like, hey, you can ask my friends. I was like, I was like, I was like in that shit, like. But and at the time, there was no social media really. I mean, it was not what it is now, and it was more of like finding dirt sheet, you know, rumors all over the internet if you could find anything, and there was really nothing to find. It was just kind of basically you, you were almost like going to websites and looking at tour dates and this and that and seeing who's available it just it was fucking nuts and uh, so i was into it i have really not paid much attention to this white rabbit shit at all because i'm just kind of like not that i don't care but it's just like i'm not getting all wrapped up in this like it to me you know it, it was very simple who it could be and it was like a, it was like a handful of like four people it was either Bray Wyatt, it was something to do with Cross, which wouldn't make a lot of sense. Then it's either Malachi Black or now Joe Casey. It, to me, it's 
if it's not one of those four, then I don't know that I'd be very fucking surprised. Um, who, and, and, and I say that with confidence of knocking off Malachi black. So if it's not Bray Wyatt or Joe Gacy at this point, then I don't know. Then I, not that I'm going to be disappointed or anything, but I'm just going to kind of be like, um, okay. You know, <laughs> like, you know, and, but like I said, it is what it is. And, as you said, it's something to talk about, you know, plain and simple. It's something to talk about. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. That is pretty much it. Um, so I, I did say something about a rumor that I saw and I was going to save it for later. I was kind of save it on the long form because it's I have a feeling it's going to be a very, very long conversation. But um, – I, I guess I'll just touch upon it briefly here just because I teased it and I don't want to leave you guys hanging. Even though if you want to hear more, tune into the long form. Um, did you see that rumor today about one Mr. Phil Brooks? I did not. I actually haven't seen anything about 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 um, about, about Phil Brooks. So I'm kind of curious. So apparently there's a rumor going around that at the advice of Warner Brothers Media, due to the merger that's coming up soon, I guess, Tony Khan has released Phil Brooks from his contract, uh, is paying him to sit home. Uh, he, he's basically, he's not coming back. He paid for the surgeries, gets to keep all of his merch sales and all the I don't necessarily buy that. Um... Being released or whatever, that's one thing. But coming to terms, who knows about that? Because, again, like I said, privately owned company. You think he's really going to disclose stuff? And I guess one of the things in there, too, was uh, uh, he can't talk about what happened or whatever. And he can't go anywhere for two years, like Impact or WWE or whatever. and, And it ended by saying there's no interest in WWE, but Cody Rhodes has expressed interest to Triple H and Stephanie that think punk would be a great fit for nxt i'm like get the fuck out of here and that's, <laughs> that's not real at all because there's no i mean if phil ever came back nxt yeah no do you believe that i got some uh land uh, i would say florida but uh rest in peace everyone you know florida and everything throw us thoughts and prayers uh get some land in hawaii there you go hawaii to sell you um and i <laughs> We're never going to hear the end of this story until it's finally over, are we? Well, I mean, yeah, but the thing is, too, it's like, I don't necessarily buy that with that. He's Tony Khan has a a, a, is in love with fucking CM Punk. If he's not if he's not injured, he's going to be on television at some point. Now, that's I, I don't buy that. And also don't buy that someone like Tony Khan, who has the money he has and the connections he has, can't find another network at need be. And no offense to Turner or anything like that, but TBS doesn't exactly have the the most amazing shows. So to me, I say to myself very simply, is like, is TBS really going to risk losing probably their highest rated show um, going to a different network? You know, same for TNT. Like, I mean, who watches TNT and TBS outside of the NBA 
And I'm not even going to say hockey because hockey is, is call me what it is. Hockey is not a big, like, you know, viewership no, in, in numbers. They're, they're not. The NHL is trying to make it, but yeah. But, you know, so the good. only thing on TNT that gets any viewership outside of reruns is the NBA. So you, you're not telling me, and the NBA is not on for, you know, five, four or five months out of the year. So you're telling me that they're going to risk losing their biggest show because of CM Punk. I don't buy that at all. Or three months with the NBA. Cause yeah, well, whatever the case, well, I mean, whatever it is, but if that's the case, like if CM Punk was not injured and he was out walking Larry and, you know, going to shows and doing this and that, then I would be like, okay, for sure. But the fact that he is injured right now makes me feel like that he's legitimately nursing a fucking bad injury. And then there's no way that there. I'm just there's just no way that that I, I mean I, I just I don't buy it, I don't buy it, yeah. and especially especially with all of his beef that he had in WWE at times, I, I just I don't buy it. And the other thing too is that, well, what if? <laughs> Sorry, I just saw this picture and I was scrolling that was uh, photoshopped. Obviously, it's got a. Uh, FTR and Punk holding their belts after Punk won his belt, and uh, TK standing in front of him with Max. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> and Dax's head's completely covered; you can't even see him. It's hilarious. Anyway, um, I'm gonna go ahead and share that. Um, I, I, the, the the thing speaking of Punk with belts, Reign of Honor, like like TV deal imminent, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wanna, uh, yeah. So, Tony Tony does own AEW, but he also owns Reign of Honor. So all these stories about people being unhappy and this and that and the other, I get it to an extent, but it's like, okay, you've got, in a sense, two companies here, which will probably end up being on different networks. That if you got one guy that actually has two guys that have problems with certain people in one show or one brand whatever you want to call it one company you can move them to the other if they're still in their contract well know. that's that, that's that's debatable because of i mean regardless it's still i mean it depends if it's going to be a legitimate separate thing like you know for example like raw and smackdown back in the day for for a, for a long period of time was well right but raw and SmackDown you know were brands of the same company I, 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 if if Tony Khan is planning on basically making Reign of Honor SmackDown to AEW's Raw, which he basically has been doing, well, that's what I think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be two separate companies like we think. I think it's going to be very similar to how things were back in the day when Raw and SmackDown, you know, would meet up uh, at one show. You know, I guess Survivor Series, but it was you know relatively diff- different. So I think you'll get your you know, your four Ring of Honor pay-per-views a year along with the four or five AEW pay-per-views. And then you'll get some Ring of Honor matches on All Out, you know, for example. And and I think that'll kind of be, you know, when we'll see maybe one or two Ring of Honor matches. You know, one, one, they'll, one they'll come together. But I don't I don't see this as being a, like two separate companies. I don't. I just think AEW, I think Ring of Honor will essentially be similar to what NXT is, I, I would say, to the main roster right now. Because I don't even call WWE like Raw and SmackDown anymore. It's just the main roster and then NXT. So I, I think that's basically what that's going to be. 
if that's the case, it explains a lot. And I also <laughs> hate it as a diehard old school Ring of Honor fan. And I am not the only one. That's a mistake. It's a huge mistake. But again, if you don't have the personnel to run it, you don't have a TV deal for it. You, you can't do it the right way to run it separately. You shouldn't have fucking bought the company in the first place. Or well, he's if, got the he's or, got the personnel to run it. Or if you did buy it, just to run into the you're basically essentially doing to Reign of Honor what to WCW, but giving it a much longer goodbye, more or less. Well, and, Vince wanted to, but see the problem is Vince wanted to take out WCW in the end. Donald, Donald, that's not the case with Tony. I think Tony does legitimately want to bring Ring of Honor to to a forefront, um, which is I I think why he's doing his best to show, showcase Roosh lately, showcase um, Brian Cage for example tonight, um, you know, and 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 whatnot. So I think I don't think he's trying to do do what Vince did. Vince was just a greedy fuck who at one point said, Oh, I'm buying this company cause they're in debt or, or they're, you know, bankrupt or whatever the case may be. We're going, I'm going to buy it. And then I'm going to fucking burn it down, especially because I don't have the guys that are going to make me any fucking money. Now I'm so the only guy that is valuable from the company that I'm going to keep is Booker T and, you know, and to a lesser extent, maybe diamond Dallas page. Like that's essentially what he did, you know? So I don't see that happening with Tony Khan, Tony well, I- Khan, if anything, I, I, you know, I, I get that as as far as it's different as far as the end game in a sense, but at the same time, and, I, and we said this, and I said this when he first bought the company, when things were, you know, going in this direction back then, that if you didn't have time or if you if you couldn't do it the right way, why are you doing it at all? Why are you letting people know about it? You're publicly tra- you're not a publicly traded company. You didn't have to come out and say, "Oh, I bought Reign of Honor," and then not do anything with it for months. And even months after that, still don't have a TV deal that we know of that's been announced yet. I get that it's a business; things take time and whatnot. So that's why you behind the scenes. This all ties back into what we originally were talking about. With AEW, with the social media shit. Since they are a privately owned company, we don't have to know and we don't know most of the stuff unless they tell us. It's just, I don't know, man. It, it's a its a whole nother uh, topic of conversation for another time, but I, I really am not a fan of how he's handled it. And yeah, I, I would love to win that, that belt on Dynamite, but I, I don't think it's happening. No, especially with him being in Ring of Honor. I mean, I'd be very surprised if he oh, I, if, I, if that happened. And speaking of that, I'm going to say this too. Full disclosure, have not watched Dark, but I did watch Elevation, and Mr. Brian Cage was on there. And for all intents and purposes, he pretty much squashed the one and only Mr. Hot Sauce, Tracy Williams. And if you know Reign of Honor, you know Tracy Williams. TK has this thing 
with, that he's been doing with this Reign of Honor talent too. And it's not just Reign of Honor when he brought talent in from other companies in general, but mostly Reign of Honor. Not everybody, but a lot of them. He brings them in and he basically jabs them out. It's like, okay, I get not everybody that watches your product necessarily knows who these guys are, but a lot of them do because you have a niche audience and this niche audience saw your EVPs and former EVP in Reign of Honor. And granted, okay, they left Reign of Honor, but still, lots of people still watched Reign of Honor. So yeah, it, they. I mean, they 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 did for the most part. I mean, yeah. I mean, Silas Young doesn't deserve to be jobbed out. Cheeseburger, okay, he was a jabber in Reign of but Tracy fucking Williams, seriously? Yeah, I mean. Member of the foundation, you know, Red Titus too. I mean, it's just like, yeah, these. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like they don't really have the right direction of uh, the Ring of Honor talent at this point. But I, I, I do kind of partially have a little hope that when Ring of Honor gets going, there's going to be direction for these guys because just at this point, it's kind of hard to with there not being any. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not being any actual TV time other than the random guys like Joe and Lethal that have to show up on shows here and there who are in storylines, but the rest of the guys aren't. So they're just basically jobbing because the AEW talent is obviously more important at, at this point on the AEW show. So we'll see. But hopefully guys like Tracy Williams and Silas Young will get proper storylines at some point, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, you know... Like- Again, I, I get it. Cage is the, you know, he's the, the story is about him because he's got the title match, which is, so have him squash somebody else. You know, that's all I'm saying. I get, okay, it's great. Trace Williams gets TV time. I haven't seen him in a while. Okay, how about you bring him in and have him win a match then and have him wrestle somebody else besides Cage? How, why, why bring him in and have him job? You know, and, and another thing, Tony Deppin putting him together with, Dante Martin in a makeshift tag team to lose to, I don't even remember who they lost to. I want to say Butcher and Blade, but I could be wrong on that. Um, I probably am wrong on that, but it, I don't know, man. It's just it's just things like that 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 bother me. But well, Tony we'll... Tony Deppin has um, mainly been uh, dealing with, or mainly on GCW. Like he's been there big guy on GCW other than I mean we're not one of their big guys that's I should say so um well I mean he yeah I mean he also is he's been all over no yeah I know he yeah he is he's he's a former he's a television television champion or former so um New Japan strong I think he NWA I think Tony's gonna steal not steal but borrow a lot of the GCW talent when he does open up Ring of Honor because I think he has a decent roster for Ring of Honor, but I think he still needs a couple more quote-unquote heavy hitters, and some of them are already, like Speedball Mike Bailey is already in to go in uh, um, Impact, you know, but yet he has Nick Wayne, who is signed to Ring of Honor, or sorry, signed to AEW, which I'm assuming he'll be in Ring of Honor. So I think he will borrow some of the GCW talent when he's doing that, but we'll see. I mean, that's... We'll see when the time comes, and we'll see also when he actually announces a TV deal and where what channel it's going to be on, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it'd be nice if they could do it around full gear time. So we'll see. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. But um, there's not much else other than obviously the shows and everything like that. But we're gonna that'll be on our, our, our long, long discussion show. Um, so I don't have much else. We only got a couple minutes unless you have anything else you wanted to touch on or anything along those lines. Not really. I mean, it, it, it's like I said, but when it comes to long form discussion about the shows and all that, you know, check us out on there. Um, you know, again, we did it at the beginning of the show, but want to give a shout out to my boy, Manny. Thank you again. The show is dedicated to the wiggle, Mr. Wiggle himself, Mr. Norman Smiley. Yes, it is. Norman Smiley. <laughs> he, he, he is a uh, backstage producer with WWE, I believe. NXT, I believe, is there. So Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah he's still he's been with them for a while. So he's, once in a while you see him. So it's kind of funny. I'm like, hey, Norman Smiley. It was kind of cool. But, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but that's all we got. Uh, thanks again, Evan J. Thomas and the Badass Radio Network for having us. Yes, um, thank you, Evan. Thank you very much. And uh, stay tuned next, guys. That uh, Jay guy is coming on with Rock Waves. Uh, you know, he's taking requests, I heard. So, you know, see, you want to get a request in? <laughs> uh, I would like actually like to hear the new victim song, Dearly Beloved. So, um, okay, okay. You know, you can, if you can if you can pass a little note over to our, our, our friend, maybe uh, to get that in there. But that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. Rockwave is like, I got connections, so we'll see. We'll see. All right. Get it out there. Thank well, you for doing a, a live show uh, request. So it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, and we'll be back with you next uh, next Tuesday. And um, and the Tuesday after that, hopefully, and the Tuesday after that, and, and so forth. Um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, as far as our actual show, uh, not sure we're going to have one this week just due to schedules. But other than the things we talked about, um, there's not a crazy amount of good good news, I should say, but news in general. I, Raw has been kind of not great, not horrible, not great. SmackDown's been doing its thing still, and AW's still kind of doing its thing. So uh, that's about as far as that goes. So I, I don't know if that's necessarily going to give us a long show's worth, but we'll see. Yeah, the uh, NXT has a new set, kind of, sort of, which is basically the same old set, just different colors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, there's uh, a whole lot. Uh, you know, Dynamite will be here in Chicago uh, Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, I believe we're going and we're going to cover it. So, uh, you know, we got that to look forward to in, in a little, uh, yeah, almost two months away. A little, little under two months away. So that'll be fun. Um, other than that, yeah, there's uh, there's not a whole lot else. So, guys, thank you again for listening. Thank you, Evan. Thank you, Badass Radio. Uh, thanks everybody. If you comment, like, share, let us know what you like and check us out on the lawn form and we will catch you next week. Sounds good. Later, everyone. Bye-bye.